Well, hello there, family. I didn't see you there. And welcome back to another edition of Midweek Moment with the Crenshaws. I am Sanchez Crenshaw, and as always, I am joined by the most wonderful woman I know, my BFF, my down like four flats, the James Gordon to my Batman. What is going on, family? What is going on? I am Angela Crenshaw, family. What is going on? That's my wife, family. On. What is going on? That's my wife, family. That's me. What's going on, babe? How you doing? I'm fantastic. How's the world treating you? Mm, that's hard. That, that's hard? That's a hard question? I ain't been in the world. You ain't been in the world? I try not to go outside. How's your part of the world treating you? That's hard, too. That's a hard question, too? Yeah. Hey, we'll circle back to that one then. We'll work, circle back work, to it. Work is a lot. Work, work is, is heavy. Yeah. Work from home. I like it, but it's work from home. But anyway, so carry on. You know what's crazy about that? You know how many people before all this started was like, I could, I would kill work from home. I just want to work from home. Mm-hmm. And now people working from home, they're like, I just want to go to an office. Now, I was one of those people that wanted to work from home. I don't want to go into an office. I just think that working from home sometimes is like, working from home so we try to decor it make it look pretty make it look different so that's help and all that good stuff but it's still working from home 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 working well we're gonna knock out the housekeeping real quick go ahead go for it so first of all family thank you for listening yes thank you for being a part thank you for coming back we appreciate you if this is your first time listening Welcome. Come on in the room. However you found us, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's on Podbean, Come on. whether it's on Spotify, Come on. whether it's Google Play Music, yeah. whether it's iHeartRadio, yes. or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. Yes. We thank you so much for being here. <laughs> that was the sound effects. It was the sound effects. sound effects. Yes, people. Thank you. We now consider you part of the family. Come on, family. And for our returning family members, as always, thank you guys for sticking mm-hmm. with us. Thank, thank you for you. your support. Thank you for being a part of what we're doing. We love you. We love you. We love all of you guys. We love you. We love you. We yeah. love you. And as always, we welcome you back to the cookout. Yes. Listen to me. You're supposed to have brought some aluminum foil for the cookout so you can take something with you. Take a plate. Take a little taste. Take a little something. So hopefully you'll be able to take something from us tonight. Because we did this kind of late today. Yeah. We did this so, late. Here's the thing. Anytime you join us in any version of what we do, or whether it's midweek moment or whether it's the longer version on Fridays, we always hope that we give you something that you can take with you. Yes. Um, our goal is for you to always leave with something in your hand, to yes. never leave empty handed. To go play. Always looking forward to go play. Yes, get your aluminum. Gotta, aluminum foil. Here's, here's the thing, though. You gotta you gotta put some work in, so you gotta bring your own aluminum foil. Yeah, yeah, we we can't supply aluminum foil, yeah. y'all. We'll give you to we'll give you the plate, but you gotta bring your own aluminum yeah. foil. Have you ever took aluminum foil to a cookout for real? Ever? Yeah, no, I have actually. I have real. I've never. Yeah, actually, I have. I've, I I can yeah. honestly tell you, I've never took aluminum foil to a cookout. However, I'm taking somebody else aluminum foil though, because yeah. no, no. I'm pretty sure somebody got some aluminum foil. No, but that's when I went. For the sole purpose of not staying, I was just going for a plate. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't even trying to mingle. I wasn't trying to socialize. I was going strictly for a plate, getting my plate, and leaving. Oh. So, yeah. yeah All I, right, I, family. We, we need y'all to mingle, family. Don't be coming in here straight for the plate. Yeah, don't. Mingle. Don't, don't do like I do. Don't be antisocial. Yeah, don't don't come in here. For, don't come up in here for the first five minutes, get your plate, and leave. Stay for the whole cookout. 
right. So, and also, the one thing I forgot to mention is that we consider ourselves an interactive podcast. We are. What that means is that you can find us on the socials. Socials. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. All in the Crenshaw Corner. You can also email us at thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Yes. Once again, thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. We love to interact with you. So, yeah. Yes. Housekeeping out the way. Housekeeping out the way. I'm good. You good? I feel good. You feel good? I feel good. So, so, so what am I talking about? about? Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew he was no going to say that. What are we talking about? So, I was thinking, um, I was reading something. It's always on, dangerous. I always get in trouble when you think. <laughs> I was reading something on Facebook. and Can you trust it? I could trust it. Okay. It was a thought. Know. It was a thought. Because, you know, Facebook be lying to you. You know, It's a thought. You know, kind of like what Pastor says. Pastor said, you know. Eat the meat, leave the bones, what you don't need, throw to the side. Yep. So that's what I did. So I was just reading something, and the young lady said that sometimes when you're doing something new, you have to give it some time for people to adjust to what you're doing new. And if they don't adjust, that's okay too. So I was like, that's very interesting. It's been a long what? time coming, but I know. Mm-hmm. A change is going to come. Oh, yes, it is. Oh. You said change, right? Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. saying you said change, right? Yeah, okay. okay yeah, cool, let's cool, go cool. Let's go with that. So, go ahead. So, anyway, so it started me thinking about what we talked about last week in reference to you cutting off all, my facial all hair. your facial hair, people. He left his eyebrows, but he cut all his facial hair off. My face was buckety naked. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for the people who reached out to me and understood what I was coming through. I got text messages and messages from people who that. loved me and understood. Amen. I love you. I just. Amen. I needed notes. That's all I'm Amen. saying. Amen. That's all I'm saying. I love you. Thank you for my family members who reached out and was like, Ange, I got it. I, I understand what you was conveying. Was that last Wednesday? Uh, last Wednesday. Last Wednesday. Yes. So where Sanchez said he needed some notes. I'm just saying. Though, but I anyway, wanted, I wanted to make sure I was fully prepared. So I just. Well, I notes. think it was just you on the slow bus that day because everybody hey, else got it. First of all, I started the conversation with. It's probably just me. Okay. I started the conversation. Okay. Well, it was. I just need. So notes. thank you, family. I love you. But back to anyway, what we were talking about before we go down this rabbit hole. But so it made me start to think about. The fact that when you cut all your face, your hair off your face, right. and it was adjustment for me and Morgan, but you were so convicted in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you stood by, like, I don't get what y'all think. I don't have to like it. However, I have to start over. You right. know what I'm saying? So, like, it wasn't like you asked anyone's permission or you was like, hey, guys. I mean, you did tell me a couple of days ago you was going to cut everything off your face, including your eyebrows, but I thought that was a joke. But right. anyway, and you actually did, but the fact that you stayed in your conviction about it. Because... And I'm mm. sorry, I mean to cut you off. No, go ahead, go, go, go. No, I was going to say because there are times when you have to make a change mm-hmm. that you don't, you should not be seeking counsel for that change. Right, right, because right. Because there's some, now, there are some decisions that you have to make in life that, yes, it is good to seek counsel, it's mm-hmm. good to seek someone Absolutely. a little wiser, you know, and, and get that input. Yes, mm-hmm. there are times. Absolutely. But there are times in your life when a changes need to be made. It's just you and God. It's just between you and God, and that's the only counsel you need to seek. Yeah. And you're not looking for anyone else's approval. You're right. not looking for anyone else's sign-off. Yeah. You know, because, and that's the thing, you also got to remember, when you seek someone's counsel for your change, mm-hmm. you're giving them veto power over your change as well. Yep. Yep, yep, and yep. And I wasn't looking for you to veto it. I just... 
it's something I needed to do. Right. So I did it. Yeah. And I think that the crazy part about that was when I read that, I immediately thought about you because I was like, she was like, people will adjust. Um, and if they don't adjust, that's okay too. Right. And so, and I was like, after a couple of days, I adjusted. The first was sh- shock. Cause I was like, I haven't seen your face in so many years, right. basically. And then, then as time, but then I forgot who I was married to because guys within it's been what, three or four days Um, going on. Cause we did it. It's no, it's about a week, about a week. Yeah. Because we had the conversation on last week's episode. So yeah, it's been about a week. Yeah. And your facial hair is already coming back. Like seriously, you know, it's like stubble at this point, which is so weird. Right. I forgot how quickly your hair grows back. But what I also was my eyes adjusted. It's kind of like, and I was like, same person, same, that didn't, the beard didn't make or break you. You know what I'm saying? The mustache didn't make or break you. You're the same person, but it was just some getting adjusted to. And I realized that that's what happens with all of us. Cause even one of our middle son came, he looked at you, talked to you. He didn't pay not one bit of attention. One of our daughter-laws came over, talked, she ain't paid no attention. attention. And I said, God, do you realize? And they was like, oh, he did. Because. What happens with change and is another thing that we neglect to think about sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's not for me to normalize your the, my change for you, right? It's for once it's for you to adjust, right? It's exactly. for you. It's is it, it's for you to normalize it for yourself, right? Because it's my change. It's your change. It's not. A, it's not about you. And when I say this, I'm not trying to be funny. No, it's, it is. It's the truth. Yeah, but it's it's not about you or anyone else, right? That was a change I needed to make for myself. For yourself. So when I make my change, it's not for me to make it more appeasing to or you, appealing, or, or appealing to you, or more palatable, palatable for you, for your taste, hard, mm-hmm. for your taste, right? It's for me to change, mm-hmm. and then because it's what's best for me, right? And then you make the decision from there on what you want to do with it. You right. either want to normalize it and make it and make it okay in your mind, right? Or you want to move on. Right. And that's the only thing I think when when I thought about that and then I read that and I thought about you and I was like, that's what a lot of times that we do is basically know that we need to make changes, but we don't make the changes because we feel like people around us are not going to be ready for that change right. or or can accept that change or, um, you know, will have opinions about that change. And I think what happens is, is they have they will adjust. And if they don't adjust, that's okay too. But you have to do this change for yourself, like you said, not for everybody else. And I think too, what we have a tendency of doing, one thing that you said too, was when we ask somebody about something that we're about to do, we do open the door to their opinions, their thoughts, their vetoes, their yes, their no's. And then they make you second guess yourself, you know, make you, make you question what you know that you know that you're supposed to be doing. And I think that's for me where... I was like, no, we need to talk to the family about that because I think that uh, that's a lot. We don't change or we don't move because we don't figure that people can adjust to the change and we're scared if they do it, they don't. And it doesn't matter if they do or don't adjust to it. You just got to change and do the things that God has told you to do. It reminds me of a conversation that we actually had um, during Mm E-Group the other night with some close friends of ours. Um, it was after E-Group had ended and we were kind of doing like an after party thing, just kind of standing around and talking to each other. And some close friends of ours in the process, of, they're about to have their fourth child. Yeah. And it's, you know, and they're far along in a pregnancy. The baby will be here some, probably yes. soon. Then a couple of months, I think. And we were asking, you know, in the common question, you know, they know the sex. We'd ask, is there a name? Right. Yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. We asked, you know, is there a name yet? And they said, you know, we have some options. As we, we think we know. Yeah. Um, and they left it at that. They didn't continue. 
And then someone else in the group was like, okay, well, are you going to share? Right. It's like, no, it's, 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 it's ours. We're going to keep it to us. Exactly. And so the, the question came, well, you know, well, is it a secret or, or what's going on? And it was like, well, actually what happened was with our first child, we wanted to name this particular name. Mm-hmm. And we said it to a close friend of ours. And then they gave all their opinions on why that wasn't a good name for our child. Right. And they said, and they ended up not naming their child that name that they wanted to go with. A first. name they really wanted, name to, go they wanted with. to go with. Yeah. Because people start putting their impressions and their opinions on right. it. Right. And they say, so the second child came and they did the same thing and they had said the name. And then everybody felt like they were obligated to give their to opinion. give their opinion. On why it was a good or bad name. Right. And they were like, you know what? So we're not going to do that this time. So smart. We're picking the name between us. We're and keeping it between us. That's right. And then when the baby's born, we're going to announce the name. Uh, and you're going to just adjust. And you're going to adjust. You're going to adjust. Because that's what happens. Because anytime, because what happens is you realize in your life or your heart is being pricked or something's going on mm-hmm. you realize there has to be a change or there has to be an adjustment tug of war and then you get real excited about it you get real motivated about it mm-hmm. and then you want to share yes. and so you find that close family member that close friend that companion and then you share you you share your change and i'm gonna do this and i'm mm-hmm. gonna do that and this is what's gonna happen yeah and then they give you that look and then <laughs> they tell you every reason why but- your change is not good. Mm-hmm. Your change is not going to work. Mm-hmm. Your change is this. Your change is that. Right, right, and right, now right. you've lost all excitement over your change. And here's the thing, too, I, what I, what I want to help people with. Everybody don't got haters. Everybody ain't is not hating on you. Everybody's not jealous on you. People are just giving you their opinion from where they are, from their experiences. And if you don't want those opinions, keep your mouth shut. Don't open the door. For those thought processes, because that's what you, like you said, you open the door for that, right? And so it's okay to just go ahead and do what you're doing. You don't need a crowd. You don't need any cheerleaders, rah, rah, shiskumba or anything for something that you know in your heart that you need to do. Just do it. But when what we have a tendency of doing, like you said, because we want to, some because we go in hoping that the person we tell we that we chose is going to agree with us, right? And going to be just excited as we are. And they're not haters, and they're not trying to put you down. They just give you their thoughts and opinions. Now, how you take it again, you can take some of it or drop the rest. Everything they say is not golden. Everything is not they say is not concrete. But just remember, you've opened the door for them to have some type of say, you know. And so when you do that, you have to be open minded it too and you have to go okay no matter what they say i'm grounded in what i know that i know or you can just be like i really don't want any opinion i just want to tell you what i'm doing because sometimes you gotta tell people up front up front you yeah. know like we tell the kids when the kids come to us all crazy we go are you venting or do you want our opinion? or do you want our opinion because at that point now once you say i want your opinion mom and dad then you open the door for whatever we say and what's also crazy with that and just that's such a, a crazy concept to me, what you were just talking about, mm-hmm. because people do that all the time because they have something and then they go to somebody and they want somebody's feedback on mm-hmm. it. And then the moment that person does not agree with them, all of a sudden now they're hating on them. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden now they're a hater. Mm-hmm. When you open the door for it. Right. Because what you did was when you came to me and said, hey, here's what's going on. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Or, hey, give me some feedback. 
you got a 50-50 option. You got a 50-50 proposition. Yeah. I'm either going to agree with you or I'm not going to agree with you. Right. So if I agree with you, I love you and we good. But if I disagree with you, now I'm a hater. I don't understand and I'm that jealous. concept. And I'm well, jealous. And here's, here's the thing. When you go to people and ask their opinions and stuff like that, what's your motives? Because, and I say that, you got to have good motives. And I, and I say that because if you're only going in because you want them to completely agree with you, don't go because you're going to get your little feelings hurt if they don't completely Every agree time. with you. So what is your motive? If you want, if you want a yes, sir, and a yes, ma'am, and that, then don't go to anybody. Just look in the mirror. Have Just have, this is what I want to do, Angela. And let Angela say, girl, you go, you know what I'm saying? Girl, you, yes, girl, do it, girl, because you don't know what anyone's p- opinion is going to be because it's coming from their perspective, their experiences. And then you're upset. Like you said, when they don't agree with you, like, Oh, she a hater. Oh, oh when they, she jealous she don't know no. that's not that's not always this no the honey case. Boo boo. she ain't jealous no you asked her opinion and she just doesn't agree with agree you. with you exactly that's all that is and so you got to be able and, and again even with adjusting to that if someone does not give you the the thought process the same as yours you too have to adjust and say how much of this is gold a golden rule for me how much will i take and and utilize right. or the golden I won't take any of it but you have to you have to check your motives because a lot of time we're only going to ask people these questions so they can agree with us or give us a attaboy you go yeah. or to cheer us on to keep us motivated here's actually I want to kind of stay there just for a moment mm-hmm. because I love that word motives mm-hmm. I used to watch this show it was a wonderful show you never watched it with me I don't know why it was a great show mm-hmm. it was I'm a, scared it was no it's no it was a um, police procedural based out of canada mm-hmm. it was called motives oh no i've never seen that before. yeah beautiful show um if you've never seen it it's on it's on some streaming service it's either on, <laughs> it's on some streaming service Hulu, Netflix, it's somewhere look it up go find it go look find it up it. look it up people show. look it up but you know typical the typical police drama right is you know you a crime is committed mm-hmm. cops are called in right they do the investigation at the end of the show it's revealed who's who committed the crime right that's not what the show is about this show is, it tells you up front, this is the murderer. I remember you telling me, I didn't see it, yeah. but I remember you telling me about it. This yeah. person murdered this person. Right. But now the whole show is, why? Gotcha. So now instead of instead of the crime finding the murderer, mm-hmm. it's here's the murderer, but why did they commit the crime? Right, right, It's right. all about the motive Mot- behind what they did. And I right. truly love that. And the reason I bring that up is because you were talking about motives. When mm-hmm. you're going to somebody and asking their opinion, what's your true motive? And the thing about change is, what is your true motive behind the change? Right. Come on now. Are you changing to appease somebody else? Come on now. Are you changing to make somebody happy? Are you doing a change because you think it's going to make you look better in somebody's eyes? Come on now. Or are you doing the change because it's genuinely laid on your heart time to make to this change. change? Exactly. Because here's the thing. If you're doing it only to appease somebody, if you're doing it to make somebody else happy, mm-hmm. It's not going to be an effective change. Come on. Come and, on. And that's why we, a lot of people get sidetracked because they make changes. Yes. But they don't make effective, <laughs> effective changes. changes. Yeah. Because they don't get the, um, I don't mean to cut you off. No, you fine, but go ahead. They don't get the claps and the cheerleading and the attaboys they thought they were going to get once they do the change in front of everybody's eyes. And I just want to say that. So yeah. then they get discouraged because their motives was wrong. Because your motives were unpure. Mm-hmm. Come on now. And that's why 
that's it's kind of a different way topic, but that's why relationships don't last. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't stay long at a job. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't get your money right. Mm-hmm. It's because the motives behind what you're doing, yeah, yeah, yeah is yeah. impure. Yeah. Your motives are off. Yeah. And anytime you go into any situation, if your motives are wrong, if mm-hmm. you have the wrong motives, mm-hmm. it's not gonna last. It's not gonna last. That's I was why, just about to say the same thing. Yeah, gonna last. That's why when a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm gonna make this change in my life," or "I'm gonna do this." change right three four days later they're right back to where they started from or you know two months later they're right back to where they started from because their motives behind the change was never right yeah and i'm a huge believer in motives yeah i'm a huge believer in why i'm a i'm a big why person we've talked about this before yeah i'm a big why person in my professional life i'm a big why person in my personal life Mm -hmm. Um, because i'm a manager i manage people and to you have to to be able to motivate people mm-hmm. as a leader, yeah, you have to know their why. And I think as personal, you need to know your why. I think yes. anything that you do, you need to ask yourself why you're doing it, and make sure that your motives are pure. If you ever want to stick and do something, part of that plan to stick in, whether it be losing weight, getting money, whatever, write down your why because get what money? Oh. Uh. Oh uh, no no no! You can no, be no, no, good no. as the best of them. No, nope. bad. No, okay. No, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I lost my train of thought messing with you. It was deep though. Your train of thought was deep. Was it deep? It was deep. Go ahead. Continue. I don't know what it was. Okay, no. <laughs> I don't know what it was. No, just like writing down your why. Because your why will keep you motivated. And your why can't be steeped in people. Well, I'm doing this for my mother. Or I'm doing this for this. Or I'm doing this for this. You know. For years and years, we like, we're doing what we're doing for our kids, you know, but that wasn't true. And that no. didn't keep me motivated. I love our children, but didn't keep me motivated. It had to, that motivation has to come from something deep inside of yourself for you and why you're doing it for you. And if it overflows to the kids and other people, that's beautiful, but it has to be steep and grounded and concrete for you yeah, while you're doing what you're doing. I have a professional mentor. And one of the things that he always talks about mm-hmm. is onions mm-hmm. and a metaphorical onion. Right. And because he's always talking about peeling back the layers. Right. When you peel back the layers, mm-hmm. what is what is it really? Right. And you have to do that when, you, when you're talking about change, when you're talking about mm-hmm. your, your motives, you have to peel back the layers to see why, yeah. why am I making this change? Why do I want to save money? Why do I why do I really want to get this particular amount of money? Why yeah. do I want to lose weight? Why do I want to be healthy? Yeah. You have to find the why behind it because I promise you, if any of your whys are tied to somebody or something or something, Mm-mm. it's not going to last. No. To be transparent, I I for me personally been you know, been on this weight loss weight up weight loss weight gain for years and years i've seen several pictures just recently just look at myself and watching me yo-yo up and down up and down in reference to yo-yo dieting my my weight going up and down lose some weight whatever whatever you know be so and it was so crazy because my journey was found on facebook and the journey when i was losing weight i was taking pictures oh losing weight helping people blah 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 up and down up and down and what i realized was that my why was 
wrong. My why was because I want to get set. It wasn't that it was it was like I want to look good when I turn a certain age. This is before I turned 50. One of the memories I want to look good before I turn 50. I want to be sexy. I want to be this. I want to be that. All these things just being very transparent right. about myself. But it was never grounded and concrete in anything. And so being sexy 50. Yeah. 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 yeah right. I'm going to be sexy no matter my what size I am. That's just my sexy, because girl. sexy comes from within. It doesn't come with your size right. for me personally. I don't know how the people think sexy come from a confidence yes and so because i've seen physically fit people who are unattractive yeah and it had nothing to do with their physical because they didn't have the confidence Confidence. because their person because their personality as my wife would say that the personality was ugly Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i mean cut you off no you're fine no true so i i think that so i was trying to say what's different this go around right the difference for me, my why has nothing about being sexy or anything. My why is I'm tired of feeling sick. Got you. My insides feel sick. My gut feels sick. I feel sick. And so when I realized that, that's where the switch came. It came that I'm no longer me person, not to be sexy anything, but I want my insides to feel good like I feel good like the the joy in my heart right. uh the peace in my soul I want my physical man the temple that God has given me to match, to match spirit my yeah. spirit man I got you and before I couldn't hold on to what I was doing because I felt like I was too busy taking pictures of me losing weight pictures of me walking pictures of me eating right pictures of, you know what I'm saying like and there's nothing wrong with social media that's yeah. not what I'm saying but once again why but why what yeah, was my motive did, did I need because at that point I felt like I didn't have an accountability partner because we weren't account because we were doing two different things and you I won't work out with you, you won't I won't work out with you and I felt I like I, I won't why. work out with you but I felt like maybe if I did on I would get some accountability partners or some attaboys or you go girl yeah. to keep me motivated. Looking for them accolades. Yeah, but none of that kept me motivated. None of it kept me motivated. So now when I'm just tired, sick and tired of not feeling good, waking up not feeling good, going to bed not feeling good, trying to figure out what what's wrong with my hormones, why you know, all those things. And so now my change You know, for me, not only do people have to adjust around me, but I have to adjust to that. That is just about me and I have and my motives are finally after all this time in the right place and pure. I fell into that same trap because I found myself because at one point in time I was I was going to the gym. Where? Um two times a day. I got to a point I was going two times a day, once in the morning. Sometimes three. Sometimes three times a day. About five days, five to six days a week. Mm -hmm. I was on that purple equipment. I was doing it. Mm -hmm. But I always found myself, I got to take that picture though. Yeah. I got to get that close up. Mm -hmm. I got to get that sweat showing just Uh. right. (laughs) I got to do that quick 10 second video, me on the bike, Mm -hmm. getting my miles in. Getting my miles in. You know, and I'm, I'm posting these, I'm posting these and I realized I wasn't working out to get myself together, I was working out for the likes mm-hmm. because that's, that's what you're supposed to do. We just to, being transparent, yeah. people. You know, because I was getting likes on my pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was Go getting, I, was, I was getting accolades on my pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, I was getting I was getting um, inspirational comments on my pictures. I was mm-hmm. getting people telling me that I was being an inspiration for them because mm-hmm. they were getting into the workout process. Right, and I found myself at that point. I wasn't doing it anymore for me. I wasn't doing it anymore so I could get healthy or I could feel good. I was doing it because. 
I was getting attention. I was getting that. I was, and not, and not in a bad way. Not like well, um, from women or anything like that. Nothing like that. I don't got time for go that. Go ahead, women. Go ahead. Jail. It's okay. They can give you attention. I throw rocks at women. I ain't got time for that. I <laughs> they rocks. can give you. You're Stay a beautiful man. Stay away from me. I throw rocks. You're a gorgeous, away. beautiful man. I throw, I throw a boulder. Stay away from me. I got time for that. <laughs> so I got, I got, I got, I got, I got one wife. I got one. I got one. <laughs> and that one is enough. I ain't got time. <laughs> But I found myself doing it for those Instagram likes, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, people okay. comment on my picture. You know, I'm in there. I'm, I'm looking all stern. You know, I ain't smiling. <laughs> you know, then I had the full beard, the bald head. You know, it's glistening. The hoodie on. You know, what I'm saying the hoodie, the hoodie on. on. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. But like you said, with you, but once that wore off, mm-hmm. I wasn't motivated anymore. It didn't right. take long for me to get unmotivated. <laughs> You know what I'm preach. Like, why am I preach. Why am I doing this again? Preach. For some people I don't know. Right. For right. some people as they comment on me working out, they eating cookies. Yeah. What am I doing? Right. And then I realized, nah, I, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I fell off. Yeah. And then I put on 50 pounds. Yeah. Literally, I put on 50 pounds. And which is crazy because my motives were wrong. Yeah, they weren't pure. And I, and I have to realize that. If I'm going to do this change, mm-hmm. this change has to be for me. Yeah. It can't be for you. Mm-hmm. It can't be it can't be for anything else. It can't be Absolutely. for Instagram. It can't be it has to be for me. Pure. Because I have to, I have to feel good about me. Right. You know, I have to feel good about what I'm doing. My motives have to be aligned. Like you I love it when you said because right now my spiritual man is not matching up with my physical mm-hmm. man and I'm in balance. Yeah, I'm in balance. And, and we I, talked about being yeah, balanced. And I have to get balanced where yeah. the joy of my spirit man matches the joy of my physical man. Yeah. Because right now they're they're out of line. And the crazy part about it is when you think about that, that has nothing to do with losing weight. It really doesn't. Right? I believe that the weight comes from other things than eating. You know, the, the the stress weight or the the I'm not enough weight or the not, I don't have confidence weight or yeah. just name it th- different things that can wait. And so for me now, it's not even about losing the weight anymore. If the weight come off, that's amazing and incredible. And I'm excited about that. But right now it's about can my spirit and my physical man match up and feel good, you know. Because, like you said, you could be small and unhealthy. You can be big and unhealthy. You could be right on target, muscles and everything, and still and be, be unhealthy. unhealthy. But we're talking I'm, We're talking about, can I adapt now to this thing, this concept, this, this, this why, that right now I'm going to have to adapt, that this has nothing to do about being sexy. It has nothing about doing about being weight. It has all to do about me, the core of me, being healthy and whole and enjoy, you and- know? And when I make the change, am I okay if no one agrees? Yeah. Am I okay if no one understands? Yeah. Because the one thing that we overlook a lot of the times, especially for those big changes in life, mm-hmm. um, because we're not, we're not talking about the little changes. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the life-altering changes. Yeah. And actually because people don't want to admit it, but we really make life-altering decisions every day. Every single day. Every day. And those changes when we make – Am I going to be okay if no one agrees with me? If my, no one's clapping. If my best friend doesn't sign off on it. Mm-hmm. If I tell my best friend that this is the change I'm going to make mm-hmm. and they give me that side eye. Right. Am I going to be okay? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be okay with only being okay with me and God agreeing Green. with this change? With this change. Am I going to be okay with that? Yeah. Because a lot of the times what happens is, and we don't want to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that when you have to do those changes in life, mm-hmm. it's lonely sometimes. Yeah.
it's lonely because that change has to be done in a certain way. Yeah. A lot of the times you have to be secluded mm-hmm. to make these life altering changes. Yeah. Because you go in one way, you come. I think the family knows by now I'm a visual person. Mm-hmm. So I always like to do analogies. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times the changes are like caterpillars. Mm-hmm. Because if you ever notice when a caterpillar, when a caterpillar, caterpillar. Cal- Those things right caterpillar. there. Caterpillar. Words are hard. Caterpillar. That right there. All them letters, all them syllables. Caterpillar is Cala. what you said. California. Okay, I'm sorry. When it gets ready to go through the change mm-hmm. of metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. Now, I can say metamorphosis, but I can't say caterpillar. Wow. It's crazy, right? It goes into this cocoon. Mm-hmm. It secludes itself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seek counsel. Mm-hmm. It doesn't surround itself with friends. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bring anybody into the cocoon. Mm-hmm. It's just itself in a cocoon. Right. And then in that cocoon, it goes through all its changes. Mm-hmm. It goes through the body change, the spiritual change, the the, the physical change. All the, of it. The, it goes through all of it, and it comes out this totally new creature. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you have to do that when it comes to change. Yeah. You have to go into your cocoon. You have to seclude yourself. Mm-hmm. It's lonely sometimes. It's unpleasant. Some mm. Most of the time, it's unpleasant. unpleasant. It's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. But what happens on the other side of that change, on the other side of that metamorphosis, is mm. that you come out this beautiful creature. Yeah. And now, now that you're this beautiful creature, now everybody wants to be in awe. Right. Now everybody, now everybody wants to come clap. Now everybody wants. And if they do, that's fine. But you have to be okay that in the beginning of your ugliness, mm-hmm. if you don't get that same reception. And that makes sense. And at, and at the end of your beauty, if you don't get that, because it has to be between you and God. One of the things about um, you locking your hair, why most people don't lock their hair, is because they do not like that in-between stage. Man, this in-between stage is killing me. That in-between stage is no joke, but because of oh, your conviction that you want your hair locked, you, you've said, okay, whatever this, whatever my head's going to look like, but what I realized, one of the guys, because you know, I, I watch a lot of. Um, you do. My wife loves me. She is becoming a loctician. <laughs> I'm watching That's so many videos. My video. wife loves me. She's becoming. I am watching. YouTube, she's becoming a so loctician. So many videos. I'm like, oh my God. But one of the things that the guy said, which is. Um, uh, Gunther the Great. I okay. love Gunther the Great. You right. know, we're not, but anyway, he's, y'all should watch him if you're locking your hair. He's incredible. He'll teach you a lot. Um, but one thing that he did say, he was like, you have to relax in that. And your hair is going to do what it's going to do. You have to let it mature. Right. Once your locks mature, it'll begin to move the way you need it to move and do what you need to do. But right now in that middle section, just let it do what it wants to do. Your hair is adjusting. It is getting used to. And because it's adjusting, every every hair person ain't going to agree with that. In, that in-between stage make you want to go back to the barbershop. I'm going to tell you that because I, I had them before. It, it, you'd be like, okay, it's because it looks untidy. It doesn't look kept. It doesn't look. You got people you, looking at you a certain way. Like, and, w- what's going on with yeah, your hair? And you, you got to be okay with that. You got to be confident in you, who you are as a, and be convicted that this is what you want and you're willing to put the time in because to I do gotta, it. I got to be okay with being a six, four and a half, mm-hmm. 312 pound black man in America in 2020 mm-hmm. walking around in a mask and in locked hair mm-hmm. that's looking crazy it's all over the place it's all over, over the place. place and if that's not enough your unruly gray hair that unruly will gray not hair. stay in the <laughs> lock driving me special and i gotta be okay with that because yeah. once again my lock journey my hair journey 
is not about anybody but me. But you. Because it's it's and really about but it ain't about you, it's about your hair. Yeah, it's about my hair. It's just because it's something that I've and I, I don't even know if I know why, but it's something mm-hmm. I've always wanted since mm-hmm. I was a, a little kid. Mm-hmm. Since I was little, about nine or ten years old, I've always wanted to lock my hair. Mm-hmm. Could just never find a person that know how to do it. Right. It just happened that I got to my forty second year <laughs> and I found that someone. Shout out to my cousin Lisa. Who was able to do it. And it's a journey that's about, it's a change and a journey that's about me. And about patience. Yeah, it's about, and that's another thing that's going to teach me. Yeah. And that's one thing, that's another thing I want to touch on real quick. Is that in your change, Mm -hmm. as you're making the change, find the lessons. Mm -hmm. Find the lessons. Because there's always a lesson in your change. I believe that. Because there's two type of change. There's a, a mandatory change. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to say mandatory. But there's a choice change mm-hmm. and a force change. That's mm-hmm. actually what I want to say. Okay. There's a choice change where there's a situation that you no longer agree with mm-hmm. that you want to change. Right. And then there's a force change that situations in life flips on you. make you make a different decision. Yep. But a flip on you. And in either way, either one of those, mm-hmm. you have to be okay and you have to find the lesson. Yeah. Because in every change, whether it's a change that you made on your own, mm-hmm. there's a lesson in it. Right. If it's a change that life has forced you to make, mm-hmm. there's definitely, definitely a lesson, lesson in, in it. it. Yes. Find the lesson in the change. Yeah. Because when you find the lesson in the change, that's what make it. That's what makes it more of an effective change. Yeah. And I, I will always talk about that word effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Because the only way anything is going to last in life, mm-hmm. you have to be effective at it. And consistent. And consistent. And consistent. Because when you find people that's been, when you find people that has mastered something, mm-hmm. whether it's painting, whether it's numbers, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you've mm-hmm. mastered, you mastered it because you're effective in it. And you was consistent. Because what you're never going to do is go to somebody to do your taxes that get you audited every year. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do like, that. Okay. Because they don't know what they're doing. Right. So, because they're not effective in it, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's right. I, 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 I didn't have anything else. Just staring at you, just getting your knowledge. See, see, you no, know, taking it all in. Wow. Take, see, you can't handle it when I'm just quiet. Taking it all in your knowledge. Is that what you're Because you, you think I'm always got something to say, but see, right then I was quiet. Nine was quiet. Times, nine times out of ten. <laughs> no, uh-uh. you normally got something to say. No. So, what's your final thoughts, Mr. Crenshaw? My final thoughts. Yeah. Don't be afraid of the change. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing, um, Muhammad Ali actually said this, and a really dear friend of mine brought it to my attention again, um, doing e-group actually, talking about e-group again. He said, Muhammad Ali used to always talk about when he worked out. Right. He said he never counted the push-ups until they started hurting. Mm-hmm. And then once they started hurting, mm-hmm. that's when he starts counting. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that, and the reason I say that with change is because with change, Change is going to hurt. Yeah. Change is going to hurt. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. But when the difficult part of the change starts coming, that's when you lean in. Yeah, that's when you really lean in. That's when you lean in. Yeah. Because that's when you're about to get your breakthrough. Yeah. Because there's this, um, there's always, there's always this image going around. You'll typically see it in like corporate America where you have this person digging and digging and digging. And right before they get to right before they get to the outside is when they've stopped. Mm-hmm. And they're only about less than a foot away from getting to their destination. Right, right, they, right, right. But they right. gave up. They gave up. But what happens with change is that 
you gotta you gotta keep digging. Mm-hmm. And you have to make sure you have to be fortified in your change. And the only way you can be fortified in your change is that your motives have to be pure. Mm-hmm. And you have to be doing it for yourself. Yeah. The only when it comes to certain changes, the only counsel you need to seek is God. Yeah. And actually in all changes. You seek God first. Yes. And then you allow God to lead you into if you need to look for outside counsel. Right. Because of, right, right, because right. we're we're humans, we're made for contact. Right. We're we're made fellowship. We're made for fellowship. So he may release you to have a conversation mm. with a person. Or he may not. And he may not. But be okay either way. So I don't know if that final thought made yeah, sense. Yeah, that made sense. That. I was thinking What's about what you, would, what you were just saying just now about um, digging, digging, and getting close and, and being maybe a half an inch away from your destination or your breakthrough. When you get there and you feel exhausted and you feel, and this is not my final thought, but just piggybacking off of what you said. When you get there and you get tired, go back to your why. Your why will give you the burst of energy that you need to go that extra mile. Oh, Every so cool. If it's a pure, genuine why, That's and you right go there. back to why, it will give you That's a second teaching. wind or second burst. That's what most runners say when they're, good teaching when right they're running marathons. They go back to their why, why they're doing it, what they believe in, and out of nowhere they get a second wind to continue the race. So just remember that. My final thought is... Is we initially start talking about, you know, when people, when you make a change, people have to adjust to it. That's what we said. Yes. Um, But as you, if you realize, as we were talking, not only my final thoughts, remember, not only do people have to adjust, but you have to adjust to your change as well. You have to be okay with your change. You have to be your core has to be okay with it. And you also have to be with okay that people will adjust to your change. And if they don't adjust to your change, you'll still be okay. Because you adjust your mind that everybody is not going to be a part of what you're trying. Doesn't mean they don't love you. Doesn't mean that they're not haters. Just means they don't understand. And it's not for them to understand or to do. Because it's for you to do. So that's my final thought. Yes. We're done. Yeah. Okay. You're going to sing that again. Okay. Cool. 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 Time coming. Mm. And I know. Okay. The change is going to come. Okay, you out here standing like the Canton oh, spirituals. Oh, yes, it is. You're going to stop bad-mouthing the Canton spirituals. I'm, ju- I, I'm just saying. You're going to stop bad-mouthing Close us out, sir. The Canton spirituals. Close us out, sir. Family is as my, always. My girlfriend say I'm always, like, we together. They'll be like, she'd have been addicted. She always want to close something out. Close it out, bruh. Close it out. Family is always. We hope that you gleam something. We something. hope that you have something to wrap in your aluminum foil. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Take for it being home a part and open it up doing. later. We thank you for so much for coming along on this journey. Family, as always, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast. Yes. That means we're on the socials. Come on we're on now. Instagram. We're on Facebook. Yes. We're on Twitter. We have an email address, thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Dot com. Once again, thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play Music iHeartRadio on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. Come on now. And as always, family, welcome to our journey. We love you guys. Bye.